I have one more. <laughs> I gotta leave you with this one. I can't omit this one. I've got to give you this one. Everyone needs Jesus. They just don't know it. Hello, everybody. This is Dan Boone once again with Let's Talk About It Tomorrow. So glad you're with us today. So glad that you took time out of your schedule to spend about 15 minutes with us. And some things I think uh, really will help you. Uh, stir your thinking anyway. That's a, a good thing for all of us to have. A, it's too easy to get a lot of information in our lives and then uh, just get overwhelmed with everything we're hearing, good, bad, and indifferent. So maybe these are a few things to clean out some cobwebs for you. I'm doing uh, the one-liners, my favorite one-liners. If you didn't listen to our podcast from last week, be sure you catch it because that's part one of my favorite one-liners. And today we're gonna to be doing part two of my favorite one-liners. And then I'll be talking about each one of them just for a few minutes, make some comments. And uh, be sure and give us a comment. There's plenty of room down there below and you can do that. And uh, also we, uh, we appreciate your comments and we appreciate you subscribing and, and uh, liking. You know the drill, so get after it right now before you forget it, okay? Thanks again. Uh, I uh, pastor Church of Tomorrow in Oklahoma City, 6800 North Bryant. We'd love to see you 10 a.m. Sunday mornings, 7 p.m. Wednesday nights. Uh, be sure and check with us on Wednesday nights. Uh, we do most Wednesday nights, but sometimes we, we take off a few weeks and then crank back up with another topic. So those are kind of like more sitting down discussion times. But we'd love to have you just uh, come in and check us out, see what you think. Let us know, okay? Okay, let's get back on it. Um, here's my first one for today. The more you know, the more you realize what you don't know. And, and you know, I love to research. I love to seek. I love to dig into something that I don't know much about and try to find out a lot about it. Or sometimes it's things that I actually know quite a bit, but I'm not satisfied with the answers I have and I wanna dig in some more. And sometimes, you know, I don't find a whole lot more. Sometimes I find quite a bit more. Uh, I love to read the Bible. I love to read about uh, Christian history, people, different things. Uh, and I love to read uh, biographies just about everyday people. And I have a lot of fun doing that. And, and the more that I do that, the more I know there's so much more <laughs> than what I could know. And let me say what I should know. So be on a, a, an ever-seeking trip in life to know more. And then be sure that you really know how to use it. Put, putting knowledge together takes wisdom. And that comes, some of that comes with age, but a lot of it you know, just comes with experience. And processing, processing. Yep, uh, one of them I don't have on here, but my brother told me is when you're green, you're growing. When you're ripe, you're dead. So I want to be green and growing all of my life, spirit, soul, and body. I don't want to be ripe about anything because ripe fruit falls off the vines eventually and goes to seed. And I'm ready to stay around a few more decades, so uh, I, I want to be growing. Here's the one I, I like. I receive almost exclusively only from men who have laid down their lives. 
I don't want to hear from somebody that hasn't proven what they're saying. I don't want to hear from somebody who doesn't have a source that they can cite that is something that I am, am willing to accept and receive. There's just too much information around. Information used to double every 17 years up until the time of the computer. Now it's doubling every 18 months. And that's just incredible if you'll think about that. So incredible. We have all this information. Just get on your computer, do a word search, man. You got all these answers. You got 15, 20, sometimes 1,500, you know, choices of what that word says or what that phrase means or what that subject's about. And the, the truth of it is, is that's too much information on everything. We, we need to be able to sort through, sift if you would, and to pull out the things that have credibility and not just take what somebody says, including me. And our church knows this very well about me. I, if, if I'm called into it, I will need to prove whatever I say. And if I can't prove it, you don't need to be, be, uh, receive it. You don't need to go with it. I want you to go with truth. I want you to go with the things that will help you in life. I want you to go with proven things. I want you to go with sources and the sources that have to be able to exhibit continual honesty, truth, and um, continuity with the subject of truth. Okay, here's a little bit longer one, but it's only one line. This is a uh, Dr. Uh, Greg, Greg Jantz, one of my favorite psychologists, he, he says, by using your habits and behaviors to numb the pain of your fears, you're not only prolonging the pain, but you're allowing it to gain strength and power over your life. I'll cover that one again. By using your habits and behaviors, and your behaviors are determined because of your habits. Your habits are determined because of some actions you've taken. Your actions are determined by the thoughts that you put in your mind, okay? So by using those habits and behaviors to numb the pain of your fears, in other words, it could be smoking cigarettes, it could be drinking, it could be drugs, it could be uh, pornography, it could be minor things, it could just be eating a cake every day, you know? I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do that. Some people, you know, they'll drink 10 cups of coffee, you know. Um, what was it, the guy that had um, the uh, Red Bull? Uh, he drank 10 to 12 Red Bulls every day, he said. Well, it's 78, he's no longer with us on this planet. So um, anyway, moving right along. Using your pains, excuse me, <laughs> using your habits and behaviors to numb the pain of your fears. You're not only prolonging the pain, in other words, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be with you. But allowing it to gain strength and power in your life. You know, you're going to grow or diminish in everything that we do. And the more you do something, the more there is to reap from that action. So we need to be real with ourselves, face our fears, overcome our fears, and then we don't have to worry about trying to medicate the pain coming from our fears. Here's the next one by one of my favorite old Englishmen, Smith Wigglesworth. Some people like to read their Bibles in the Hebrew. Some like to read their Bibles in the Greek. 
I like to read mine in the Holy Spirit. And that's understandable to people who are Christians that once you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you're born again, you're a new creation in Christ, the Bible says. The Lord said that he would put in us a new soft heart. Well, that new soft heart, part of that is the Holy Spirit living in us. And he is the one that wrote the Bible through people, through old men, uh, holy men of old, the Holy Spirit moved on them to write the Bible. Many years from one passage to the next, many different countries, different authors, different, all kinds of different circumstances, but it's a one, one uh, artist, one author that wrote the Bible, all 66 books, even though it came from all different places as far as the people go, and that was the Holy Spirit. So when I read the Bible, I need his help to show me what he's saying in there. And he brings it out so well, so well. It's like, oh my goodness, the Bible is alive. It really is because every time I read it, I get a new breath of God breathed upon it to my understanding. If you don't know what that's like, you're missing something. So come check us out at Church of Tomorrow. Yeah, 6800 North Bryant, Oklahoma City. Next one. All you can do is all you can do. That's really a pressure reliever. It's one of mine that I tell people a lot. They've said, I've done this, 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 this. I've done everything I can do. Well, don't worry about it then. If you've done what all you can do, that's all you can do. So... You know, we don't need to be so stressed because I think there might be one more thing. Well, pray about it. Ask somebody about it if you want to. That's fine. But don't stress out about it. All you can do is all you can do. You're one human, okay? Now, you can influence other people, and you can do a lot of things. You can give contributions to somebody, or you can read about them. You can research an item. But when you really feel like all you've done is all you can do, regardless of what, how difficult the situation may be or the, the, uh, the mountain that you're trying to pass over <laughs> in your life. All you can do is all you can do. That's refreshing. You know, I've done my best. Now I can move on to something else. Yes. Uh, here's another one from uh, one of my favorite people that I've ever met. I consider him a, a mentor in my life. Um, just because I've, I've met him in person, talked to him quite a bit in years past, and also read seven of his books that he's written. He says, the only thing that we learn from history is that we don't learn from history. Peter J. Daniels, tremendous man of God. And there's so much in that particular verse or one-liner. You know, we say that we want to learn from history, but yet we don't. In fact, now people are out there trying to destroy history. Well, how can you learn from history if you don't have history? <laughs> you know, uh, and that, uh, you know, some people are wanting to destroy history because they don't want the bad stuff out. Well, I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot from my mistakes. And I've learned a lot more from mistakes of other people. And I would be less than what I am today if I didn't have mistakes to learn from, whether it be mine or somebody else's. That's important. And the other side of it is there's a lot of good things in history 
that we need to rehearse and remember. And if something works, you know, we don't have to try to reinvent it. If it works, let's just try it again, see what would happen. So we need to learn from history. We just don't need to say that we're going to learn from history. We need to really do it. Sort out the good, the bad. Don't go through the same thing that somebody else has gone through or other people have gone through hundreds of times. My gosh, don't reinvent the wheel. There you go. Okay, um, Stephen Covey. Keep the main thing the main thing. Wow, that's deep, isn't it? <laughs> it is, really. Keep the main thing the main thing. In other words, stay focused. Uh, Bible tells me in Hebrews that I must keep my eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. See, if I get off, you know, looking at Jesus, thinking about Jesus, then I'm going to goof up. There's just no doubt about it. And I keep my eyes on him. And what do I have? I not only have a, a better walk without having to do a lot of repentance and forgiveness about, or have to ask other people to forgive me for something I said, but I also have the opportunity to walk in more love and joy and peace and the things that really matter in life. Uh, I'm able to handle situations with people better in life. So it's important to me that I keep the main thing the main thing. And if you're driving hazardous machinery, keep your eyes on the machinery. <laughs> you know, I had a real good friend that lost his arm in an industrial accident because the conveyor just he stuck his hand in the wrong place, the conveyor jerked his arm off. And that's very, very unfortunate. But he wasn't focused on what he was doing at that particular instant. So you're around hazardous things, you need to be focused. If you're around other things, you know, if you've got a, a toddler and you're out in the front yard, uh, don't go in the house to get a cool drink and leave the toddler out in the front yard because the toddler may find a car. And uh, you don't want that to happen. Many other things. So I think we'll also be able to find our lives are a lot more uh, fruitful if we'll keep the main thing the main thing because there are time robbers, there's interruptions, there are all these things that don't really even matter that come into our lives every day. Extra emails, extra uh, text messages, extra phone calls, uh, just the snail mail. I mean, I went today in my mailbox, I had six pieces of mail, and man, I'm going through there looking, and guess what? All six of them went directly in the trash. I only opened one of them a little bit, threw in the trash too. They were distractions. I didn't want to get off the main thing. And the last one that I have for you today, I think is a very encouraging one-liner. One of my favorite historical people, Henry Ford, said this one. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. In other words, if you really put your mind to it, you're probably going to be able to accomplish it. And if you don't think you can, I'm not going to give you much of a chance that you can ever do it. So that's just a good, simple, common sense answer to so many things in our lives. The vision that we have, where are we going to be five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road? What about my family, my relationships, and the people that I love and care about? What about my church? How are we going to look at growing and achieving the things we need to to be able to have a bigger 
vocal office, or a, a bigger voice, I should say, in the local uh, area. Those things are all very important. And so we wanna be able to make sure that we think we can if it's something we really wanna go for. Now, I just told you a little story there. Yep, um, I have one more. <laughs> I gotta leave you with this one. I can't omit this one. I've got to give you this one. Everyone needs Jesus. They just don't know it. We love you at Church of Tomorrow. This is Dan Boone saying see you next week. Bye-bye.